but but you're we so old. we're all the same. <laughs> no, but your like, mama's so old. Technically, you're older, Dave. I'm, and I'm actually. You are the yeah, oldest. but I think between and Mark and I, the, I, and you're the youngest. The youngest, yeah, me and Mark. The baby I'm boy. Mark's. I'm Mark's little brother. Little baby boy. I'm your little uh, child son. It wouldn't be possible because we're less than a year apart. So it's like little treat me. Boy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like when you were like in high school, it's like, oh man, I'm like six months older than you. You little baby, stupid. Now it's like you could be ten baby years. Baby, like, stupid. I've never you, said that to anyone. I I was a bully. <laughs> I called everyone a baby, stupid. That was kind that's of my thing. Tell. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 133. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magnaro. Joining me today, two cheery chuckers whose secret ultimate move is going to bed early enough to get six hours of sleep. Dave Grimma? That's me. Hit that cloda. It's not my move. It's not Dave even Dave's <laughs> move. <laughs> Maybe it's the move of old. We've Remember always struggled six with hours? sleep in this. Sleep. I, I I feel like as a non-parent, I'm wasting the ability to get a full night's sleep. Like I feel like you guys have a right to be mad at me about that. Ah, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will be mad. At you that. can do the sleep. Six but hours is is my goal. Every six night. hours is a good amount. I oh, I thought right. it was underestimating. You guys really don't get sex. I no. If I'm oh, guess... like not stressed, like last night I was stressed and I got like oh. six, like hard uh, six. I feel like I don't even understand you two at all. If I get six, it's something bad. Because happens. we get to the end of the day. <laughs> I get at like six. six I get o'clock. six and like you did it, Dave. You got <laughs> yeah, six hours. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. I feel well, like you know what it is, Mark. Your day ends at like three. Ours ends at like six. So you got like three more hours on us to like live. I guess that's true. So I get some of my living out before yep. that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, but then you could sleep because I have to be up at, at six thirty every day. Yeah, but the morning is five forty-five. The morning's no, not that, you know, the morning is for work, you know? You know who I envy? These people who go out, like, jogging at 3 a.m.? Like, who are you? 3 a.m. What are you is, doing with your life? Uh, that's weird. That's excessive. That's yeah. it is excessive. It's, five is, like, okay. Well, we're talking about sleep because we play dodgeball academia. That's right. Yeah. That's two, subjects, <laughs> two subjects are very aligned. Well, we might find that sleep and the game are aligned with some of us more than others. We call that a foreshadowing. That's right. Foreboding, if you will. <laughs> A little foreboding. But before that, let's check in with the fellas. Dave Grimma, bearded. How's it going? All right. I am. I am. I feel like a, a giant weight has been lifted because we've got I've gotten through our two fantasy drafts mm. for football. And so right now I don't football. have to. Now I don't have to think about stressing. it anymore. I don't have to think about it anymore. About oh, is that the well, now yeah. it's just now, now, now it's the just fun set your lineup and worry about <laughs> transactions. But the the actual stress of the draft is over. Now you're Anakin Skywalker flying into the first battle of Coruscant, where he's like, "This is where the fun begins." Naturally, <laughs> that was what I thought too, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, if you had to give yourself a a, a post draft grade, A, B, B plus, B minus, I, C. <sighs> I, there's a lot of promise and potential. You know what I mean? Mm. But, like, I definitely... Um, I'm one who always skews towards the young players, so they're, and they're unproven because of that. It's more mm-hmm. fun to follow, but it's probably not the wisest decision. So, I don't you know. You look really smart when you pick, like, a young player That's who a, picks you're, all sorts it, of... It, I'm, I'm so into those sexy, smart-looking picks. Oh, yeah, Dave but had, then you get Dave... too cute. Do you, you know, know like a real like a real scout? Is that it? Mm. Like I, I, I don't I know. Maybe in that kid, yeah. <laughs> I saw something you didn't. I knew he was gonna break out. He's burying the lead. Dave and I are co co managing a football. The Squirtle team. Squad. That's right. The Squirtle, Squirtle Squad. My all right. The context is I play fantasy football with a friend of ours, and last year, let's just say that there's a last place trophy that has a piece of poop on top, and my name's on it two times. So, what is that poop? Is that like what I'll is show it, it what to is, you. I can see it, but what yeah. is it like? It's plastic is, poop. Is it, it's a plastic, it's plastic poop. poop. It's like you is know, your name only on there twice? It, well, yeah, that's the oh. amount of times I've earned this. It's for listener for your <laughs> viewing pleasure. Just close your eyes and imagine a piece of wood with a plastic piece of poop nailed into it with a, a nail. And it's like one. We gotta describe it though. It's one solid. It looks like piece it looks like a cat poop. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, a loose, like a long cat poop. If you squint, yeah. it looks like a pretzel, but then you look yeah. at it, and it's not a pretzel. 
You don't want to eat I, that pretzel. I wouldn't eat that pretzel. <laughs> the beautiful part of the whole trophy is that the names are written in all different colors, Sharpie, red or black, and mm. it's exactly it's what it is. So Dave's joined forces with me on Squirrel Squad to uh, get it out it's of my pre- house. I feel confident it. saying you will not have your name on that trophy this I'm year. Thinking, I'm happy with fourth place this year. Let's do it. He's shooting high. <laughs> That's my goal, fourth place. I've actually but. never won my league. I, I came second place one year, third place I had another. I've never been on the bottom, but I've never got the top Have you spot. ever prized? Yeah, I've prized, yeah. yeah. But I, I've never been the guy, because we have a trophy. That's like the the Lombardi trophy, yeah, and we yeah. have we have medals that go on it with your name. Nice. Yeah. And then you get it on your desk all year. This league that. has that as well. Yeah, we have a plaque that gets made up. It's, much, it's very much it's much different than what I have here. <laughs> if only they had enamel pins, that would. Be... Ah, yes. Well, perhaps <laughs> that will matter at some point in the future. Well, speaking of enamel pins, Dan, you're in any in Destiny these days? So many on? enamel pins. You're just gonna ask me about Destiny at this point? Like it's it's well, not even... Daddy. It's Daddy Destiny. Let's I just... see when you log on. I see what you're playing. That's all I know. And then <laughs> you, do you get confused when you see me playing my Vita. I hope you do. You uh, no, I did not see that happen. Oh. I missed that. Miramasa oh, Rebirth. I play in bed sometimes. My Vita. Um, nice. yeah, Destiny's fine. Iron Banner just happened. Um, oh, yeah. They mm. actually added a reason to wear the armor again during the banner. Um, oh thank god I love well no because my favorite part of the Iron Banner was like everyone's in uniform we're all running around look at you you do the Iron Banner yeah uh, I could tell because you're wearing the armor I thought your favorite part of Iron Banner was the one week a month whatever they have it where it's, it's like well Every- now I can't do anything else I have yeah. to do this well it's also a really good way to get gear leveled up it's a really well if you're because it drops powerful and pinnacle engrams so pinnacle obviously. Engrams. obviously that's that's another great Destiny phrase where you can apply it in ninety nine percent of situations and nobody knows what the heck yeah. you're talking about. Ah, uh, working on my pinnacles. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay, <laughs> of course. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know pinnacles. Yep. No, that's fine. Resume. Game feels good. Everyone's happy about it again. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it feels like a brand new game." They added some cool stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else there was. There's other games, Just... Mark. Are there? Yeah, I actually started playing Hyperlight Drifter again. <gasps> It started okay. as a joke, but it became real. I, I have it Episode on Switch. Episode six, I think that was. That was an early one. It's early. It's early. It's like that was the season. episode that Mark realized about certain decisions in making during the podcast. Don't make those decisions again during the podcast. Wait, if you recall, I got on a little bit of a tear on that podcast. Oh and yeah, that's the podcast. Don't there, do there that some, again. <laughs> there was some heavy editing in that one. Heavy editing. It's <laughs> the, it, will, it just goes to show you how much you like that game, but it does hold really up, like by the way. it's. I'll never forget how much it sounds like the original Legend of Zelda. That blows my mind. That they were like, it's, out, it's like they got that weird like chiptune hum mm. like music. It's good. Good game. Still good. I um, don't know what really to think about Solar Ash compared to that. I'm not as excited about Solar Ash as I feel like I should be. You didn't know Hyperlight Drifter was going to be Hyperlight Drifter. Now your bar is set. Now you're Maybe that's like what expect- it is. Yeah, because you already know what they can do. So you're like, is it going to be better than this game I love? Probably I not. It doesn't have the nostalgia. doesn't have the first gaminess. Like It's got that... This is like now they're follow up. Now they're like challenging themselves. So and that was a uh, while ago. How many it was it? Five, six years. Or? I have theories. I think that that's going to be built into the same world. Um, Possible. It looks it looks similar you think enough. Prequel or sequel? If it's um, if I had to guess, I say prequel. I say prequel. More interesting, right? Because yeah, everything you're playing. I think playing... so because because everything is destroyed and like mm-hmm. there are those giant, whatever they call them, titans. The titans. Yeah. 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 So I, knew, I, would love... I knew it. I was thinking, you did. <laughs> My favorite thing is when somebody's like, you know, that thing, what is it called? And then comes out with the exact, like, verbatim thing that it is. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite. It's like, well, whatever. I think it's funny. Hmm. Well, um, that could be a good podcast game because I think it will be out relatively. I, I thought you meant Hyperlife Drifter for a second there. I was like, yeah, Mark. No. Episode. Early. See, that's a game I would love to platinum as a respect platinum. Horrible trophy list. Couldn't do it. Really? It's, it's got like one. It's like beat it without getting hit. I'm like, I get the it. whole game. <laughs> it's like, not possible. Like, I forgot. There was one I remember seeing and I was like, I can't do that. Can't do <laughs> Hard pass. Speaking and that's another game I have a physical of that I spent way too much money on. Well, I didn't Drifter? get it. When, yeah. Way too much money. Wait, on when did you get it? I have like it. I got a 40 bucks from Best Buy on Switch. Yeah, this was what it was in on oh, Switch. It was just right. when it was PlayStation. Before the Switch was even born, I think I kid. spent 
80 on it. I remember oh, video games. Yeah, it was like second uh, Too good. You think you're, uh, my uncle's a Nintendo Switch. My uncle was Mr. Nintendo. Wait, what was the thing? What was like a, we had a, a switch? No, it wasn't oh, a switch. Your cousin has a switch. Oh, yeah, we were like making fun was... of the guy from the Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> Remember they had that pre presentation? He's like, I love Star Wars. My uncle had a snow speeder, oh, and he was yeah. in there. Was that anyone remember this bit? It, it's a good bit. Dude, no. it's episode... You know what? <laughs> Hi Hyperlight Drifter came out on November 8th, 2016. 16. On, on your birthday? birthday? Yeah. Um, episode 11 turns out to be a saucy 11. one with the boys diving into... <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> oh, my God. That's what we call an inside joke? Uh, well, um, for me, speaking of saucy... Um, Three updates I have. Hades still plugging away. David mm. and I are. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get that. Sweet, we're gonna get. We're gonna get that. If we, it was like a, it we, was like a cup. We would like, ch like click them. Click we, the platinum. We, we cheers. <laughs> cheers. That's yeah. it. <laughs> April and I will do that with with anything that we're both eating. It'll be like cookie you cheers. Cookie cheers. Cookie cheers. <laughs> Nell always loves that, but she does it way too aggressively. Oh. So she will knock her. She will out. break that cookie that's in your it's hand. It's pretty bad. It's not good. We have we have to work on it. Uh, but finished the DLC for Ghost of Tsushima, the Iki mm -hmm. Island thing. Really solid, you know. It just, it was what it was, and glad I played it. But it reminds me, Legends, I'm ready. We gotta finish It Takes Two, though. We are, then. We are uh, behind. This is, we are we, behind. This is actually, we, we missed recording so much with each other that this is the second mm. week in a row that we're yeah. recording. We skipped the gameplay week. Listener, this is not going to affect you, but for it us, doesn't. we know. Yeah. Just listener, just know know all of our, our behind-the-scenes stuff. That's all we're going to talk about. All those inside jokes. The open, <laughs> the the open Kimono now. moments. Uh-huh. Uh, but the big thing I want to bring up, I have like 20 pages left of the new Jason Schreier book. Um, Which one? Push Reset. Wow. I don't love Jason Schreier. I Press feel like reset. he's... It's on my shelf, and it's going to collect yes. us there for months. Oh boy! Okay. I think he's kind on Twitter. He sometimes he's kind of a he jerk slowed down a his bit. Twitter and he only comes out of it to uh, say, "See that time I said that thing," and yeah. he's usually right. I mean, he's usually right, and that's like it's a really, really good read. Um, I really liked his first one, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. That and the premise of that was like, okay, what does it take to make a game? And then he goes to he just lots of interviews from different studios. And I remember specifically the one about Shovel Knight. It was so good. I was like, you know, I would love to hear about some indie studio where they put everything online and it doesn't work out. You want to hear the, the failing side of... Well, the, the basic premise is what, what happens when a, a game studio fails and closes? And what does that actually look like? And what is the fallout of what that? What was the studio that they, he used? As his um, he's got a ton. Um. The one podcast kind of connected wise, but I thought was actually interesting. There was a big chapter about Irrational after Bioshock Infinite, which I was like, oh, I love Bioshock Infinite. Uh, but a lot of those guys went on to make the Flame and the Flood. Not a lot of them, but a team of them. I was like, I love Flame and the Flood. And I got to see what happened in that studio. It didn't turn out well for them. Um, who else was there? Visceral had a chapter. 38 games they had with the whole Kurt Schilling um Kingdom of Zoomalor studio that was fascinating. Whenever someone talks about Kurt Schilling, I think of the baseball player. Well, he is that it is the same, same Kurt Schilling. Yeah, that was what was so weird about it. I was he, convinced multiple times by myself that he wasn't possibly no, the same Kurt he, Schilling. When he was on the road, he would play World of Warcraft. That's all he would do on his laptop. And he's like, I'm gonna make a game that is just as good as World of Warcraft. Oh. And so he started his own studio. And he blew a lot of money and did not understand anything about studios. And that's why that studio failed. Interesting. Uh, but it's, it's, it's just been cool to kind of see there's so much connective tissue between just names and people's interactions. That like, it, like video game community seems like a really kind of tight knit community. Everyone knows everyone. And I would say like the biggest thing that keeps kind of popping up, it's just the constant conflict between the people who make the games mm -hmm. and the people who bankroll the games. And Which it's is always so weird to me. Yeah. Like it's almost like they do it on purpose. It feels intentional. Like, don't you know that most of these people know how to make games? Like Yeah, and it's just always it's, the question of, well, what is gonna generate us the most money? They don't wanna make spend five million dollars on a game and make six million dollars back. They wanna spend the you know, the the amount that's gonna just maximize whatever that is, and a lot of that is well, and especially from 
Yeah, and like the era it's really like as like basically like 2010 to kind of now, there was the things about you know the rising of like online passes and beating GameStop with used sales and the rise of mobile and the de-emphasis of what they go oh, consoles are dead so it's like during that era so this is like the constant talking points from marketing executives and then there's guys like warren specter who was an entire chapter about his whole thing and he was always like how many copies do i want to sell of a game n plus one n is the amount of copies i need to sell to be able to make another one plus one Right. And it's just like there's so many pure people. That's all they really want to do. Yeah, they just want but... to keep their thing going instead of just like banking out and calling it a day. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. the guy who made Flappy Bird probably did. You know what I mean? But yeah, like the chapter was... I'm reading right now is all like everyone. Uh, what is the studio? I forget. It's Mythic, and mm. they were making uh, Dungeon. Was it Dungeon, Dungeon Keeper? Dungeon oh. Keeper. And it was a great thing. They're like, well, you need to compete with Clash of Clans. So now you're a mobile studio. Oh. And everyone's like, we don't want to make mobile games, right. but that's they what they have to do because the they work. And just the amount of people, the biggest thing also is really just the people and how when these studios close, like constantly getting uprooted. And it really felt, it seems like it's like, this is not a, a, a field you stay in if you're, you want to have kids and you're 40 well, plus years old. Like did, you it give you, it. did it give you a bigger appreciation? I mean, we love indie games. Right. Mm. We, we can agree. Um, did it give you an appreciation for, like, the two people studios that are cranking out on games well, and stuff like that? Like, the ones what's... that aren't controlled by a bank. Like, just literally people doing this, and then suddenly they have a game. Well, see, but that's the thing, though. A lot of these is, like, they were talking about the Molasses Flood who made The Flame of the Flood. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, there are those, those projects where it's, you know, like you know, Stardew Valley where I'm a dude in a basement and I'm mm -hmm. living with my girlfriend and she's awesome. And she's thankfully letting me, you know, paying for everything. So I can do this. A lot of these people have families and they have, you know, standards Support of systems. living and literally they'll have convert. Like there was a conversation of that team. It's like, okay, how much do you guys, there was like six of them. How much do you need to live? And mm. we will figure out a budget. And it's literally like, this is all they're about. And they're just trying to make it work. Yeah. But a lot of these indie studios are, looking for publishers they're looking for people to give them money so they can live they while want they to be a steady game. income not even that... steady it's just okay we need six months you know to develop this thing or not even it's really it's like two they years to fund it they so need they money what are we gonna do yeah it's not gonna always come from their own pockets right so it's just but at the same time always those kind of stories were the ones where like we're passionate about what we're making and we feeling we feel in control as opposed to things being dictated to us about mm. what this game needs to be as opposed to what mm. we want it to be, which I think, you know, we knew because this is what yeah. we do in this podcast. But, but it's, it's interesting that you got like that, you know, insight. Thanks. To yeah. Mr. And Shire. like, it's just it's a super, super, super. If you're interested in like kind of the, the back dealings and like unlike that Resident Evil book I, I uh, talked about a couple episodes ago, like these interviews, people will throw shade at people and people will talk smack. Which I'm like, mm. yes, this is what I want. You want you the, mean the real the nitty gritty. The yeah, and that's what Trier is good for too. Like he's really not afraid he's, to get his hands he's dirty. He's a yeah, he's a really good journalist, and uh, I would say pick it up if you're interested in reading about the real stories of the people who make the games we play. Maybe like the tonight's main topic game. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler line has been turned on. Spoilers incoming. Thank you. Dick Lona. Oh my god, I don't have it open at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even funny because I feel like the listener is like, Dan, you have one job. It's this is your spot. It's, it's your coming, time. Dan. He's going to throw it to you real soon. It's coming. Be ready. Yeah, I was like, Mark's going to bring us in. This is so nice. I'm having a great time with my friends. Is it on? It's it like, on. I'm like the pilot of a plane. Like, who's gonna clear. fly that gonna, beautiful and bird? And then you see some guy running across with like the things. It's waiting. like you. Can, it's like you're trying to land the plane, and you're calling Duh. ground control, and ground ground controls out getting coffee. <laughs> like, and, can I and land? Then, <laughs> and they're looking at the plane, and suddenly you see them run. Well, anyway, dodgeball runway is a sports RPG game featuring rookie dodgeball student Otto. Join Otto and an eclectic cast of characters as they train to dominate on and off the courts of the academia. This game has been very positively reviewed. It was released August 5th of this year, 2021, developed mm -hmm. by Pocket Trap, published by Humble Games. And popular user-defined tags for this product are 
Adventure, action, RPG, arcade, and two hidden tags. Uh, cartoon graphics. I uh, I was gonna go a similar route. I was gonna go with um, Neanderthal characters. Wait, let's circle back on that. Um, <laughs> the two tags, obviously, <laughs> sports and PvP. Which, all right, uh, all I'm right. not sure. I didn't know this game's main focus was PvP, but um, Dan it's versus there. Dave. Dave, I, I relinquish Ooh. control to you because I think you have something <clears throat> better. Oh, sure. Now, this is the part Dave goes at one! <laughs> Dodgeball Academia is a sports game with a story. So this game is about dodgeball, rebellion, and fate. You control Otto, a boy who is rebelling against the familial tradition of being a referee. He stows away on a bus and enrolls in Dodgeball Academia, the prestigious high school of dodgeball stardom and possessors of the mystical ultimate dodgeball. Uncover if you have the potential to rise to the top of the class while listening to what feels like the same two songs on repeat. If you've ever <laughs> watched an anime where everything boils down to some specific type of sports event, like volleyball and haiku, if that's how you pronounce that show, and, and wanted to play a video game like that, well, look no further than Dodgeball Academia. Rated B for Balloonie. Oh, Balloonie. Balloonie is your favorite character. Still no other explanation about what he is and why he exists. Is he a in this science world? experiment? I don't, I don't understand. Know. <laughs> you need to keep helium balloons around, helium tanks around, just in case he needs air. I don't understand. High stress lifestyle. If like a pin could kill you. <laughs> well, he throw, he plays dodgeball and his face does deflate in that spot a little a bit. And he's worried maybe about he's, popping. Yeah, maybe he's really like thick. Like underneath, it's like layers it's, of rubber. It's funny you bring him up right away because I was I remember like when we started the game. When you start the game, I was like, he's not a playable character. He's literally built to be the anti dodgeball character. Like he he's can't the tutorial hit. man. And then the game yeah. was like, Baloney has joined your team. I'm like, he's gonna die. I don't <laughs> he's want him gonna to die. die. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we dive deep on Baloney lore, um, so <laughs> very much the the marrying of. Uh, kind of this anime based around a sports school and a JRPG. So there are main quests, yeah. there's side quests, you have your battles, you have items, you have equipment. Um, so as you guys were kind of, and it kind of unveils itself by episodes. So as you guys were kind of learning the characters, going through the episodes and kind of feeling the structure immediately, mm -hmm. was there kind of a sense of like, oh, I comfort, like I know what this yeah. game is going to give I mean, me I... doing it. I understood what the game was doing very quickly. I was like, mm. okay, everything resolves in a dodgeball match. I understand. Yeah, yeah. How many dodgeball ball matches are there going to be? Many. So a lot. Did you, did you find that then kind of predictiveness not appealing? Yeah. <laughs> uh. I, I found that not appealing because I was like, I felt like I would rather have had a lot fewer matches or some other weird dodgeball challenges that were there to break it up. I understand they're trying to level you up and tutorialize you for the for the main matches, but mm. I, I probably should have just started mainlining the story and ignoring the side quests because I was doing everything because that's how I play video games, and I was like, I lost steam. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of times with RPGs too, that's kind of like the muscle reflex. Oh, main quest, side quest, you do all the side quests, then you do the main quest. Yeah, because you, you, you want to do side quests, you don't get leveled up enough, clearly, mm -hmm. and as other games have taught us that... Yeah, we may have recently played. If you skip things, and I, I went into it with that mindset too, it's like I don't want to skip things. So um, did you kind of feel like you were starting to lose steam, Dan? As it got just, I know exactly what you're doing right now. It's just, like, I don't know if it's because of the timing. We played Disco Elysium mm -hmm. before this. Usually mm -hmm. our episodes aren't so lined up, but this is one case where it is. And um, I just wanted this. You know, I just want. I, I, I welcomed it. I was like, "Yep, I can sit with this for twenty minutes and, mm -hmm. and comfort." Yeah. You know, it was just. It's just. It doesn't challenge me, and I hate saying it like that. It's not that difficult. But, but, there were some matches that I've already experienced. And I'm like, "Oh, this character has six hundred HP. That's a mm -hmm. lot. I mm -hmm. need to not mess this up." <laughs> um, I felt so like once I got the ability to heal with Balloonie, mm -hmm. it was just like, "Okay, I have infinite health." Right. Oh, with his um, which his ultimate, it? his ball, his ultimate. ultimate his you don't even need the ultimate to heal. Is that true? If you charge with him, he heals. Oh. His he focus ability heals the whole party. Yeah, focus abilities are not taught well. I will say. 
Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's, yeah, the, yeah. there's the charge ability, and then there's the focus ability. Yeah. Right. But I, as you get, like, because it starts off with he heals you automatically after the match, and then he enters the Heroes of the Infirmary, and then you go yeah. there and you can use items. Like, yeah, you go to the Poke Center. It's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, we'll, we'll talk more about the actual matches themselves, but, like, I was, I felt like just in terms of the structure, I kind of started off with kind of just, this is, feels very comfort food. I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're giving it to me. Mm-hmm. I feel, though, as the game went on, my biggest gripe was it was that I felt that the episodic nature of it really felt like it cut the stakes out. Like, so there are some threads that kind of, okay, there's the tournament. You got to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. And there's your dad who's, you know, okay, you have to win the tournament unless you're going to go to this school. Mm-hmm. But for the most part... You undefeated or else you're out. Yeah. Back to being a referee. Like, besides that, though, like, if you took the episodes, besides episodes like one and eight, and you mixed up the order, I don't think you really could tell what comes... That's that, every what, anime. What order. That's like Cowboy Bebop where you can watch episodes one, seven, and 24. I'm not... Um, on record, there's not saying. there's not that many episodes of Cowboy Bebop. I think there are exactly yeah. 24 or something like that. But you can watch like, oh, he's looking it up. Yeah, you, <laughs> he's ahead, not having it. <laughs> um, you can watch like a handful of them. Segway. The whole I don't thing. understand why you guys were not impressed by those those it's real not life that stills. I'm not impressed. I'm just not in the market for. Mm. No, I a, I want. I'm gonna time. watch it. Yeah, I'm like, gonna we'll watch, watch it. it. But I have it. It's exciting. Be- Bebop has its own. Place. You are right. I, you know, they have. There are more episodes of Bebop than I thought. You should watch. There's Whoa. twenty. There's twenty six. Yeah, and that's actually watch, more like, than I thought. There but if you want the story, you gotta watch six episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. from what I understand, is... it was it was originally gonna be pretty short, but it was so popular that they added mm. like a bunch of filler. Yeah, which is mm. great, honestly, because like. Mm. It's the kind of thing where, like, you know, Firefly. Did you guys watch that show, Firefly? Um, I watched. Some I of started. It. I watched yeah. the movie. It got the. <laughs> you watched the movie without watching the show. There's every bit of context you need in the. Well, show. you know what? Because I saw the movie, and then I saw people perished, and I was like, I'm not gonna go watch the show. Well, people died. Circling. Well, those are people you would have been attached to. I know yeah. exactly. I'm it's like, almost like playing Mass Effect three without playing Mass Effect one or two. One might say this, yes. Um, but that I think that's I think. Maybe the inside joke with Dodgeball Academia. I'm not trying to make up bad excuses for weird design, but no, you make I a feel great like that point. Sounds right. I guess then that comes down to like what my expectations are within RPGs, where uh-huh. there is the big quest and everything is leading to something. And I think another part of it is it doesn't feel like how much time passes in this game because you go to bed and it's the doesn't, next episode. Yeah, it's it still feels daytime. like it's eight. they don't they don't show you nighttime at night. You're like oh, it's the end of the day, but it's like blazing sun out, and I'm like all right. Could've, yeah, could've, like could have darkened the sky for this last part. I almost felt like there's one segment where later on where you go to like this ice area up in the mountains. Sure. Um, but for the most part, it kind of just feels I don't know. It it just felt flat. I think mm. for a lot of it, mm-hmm. and that in itself, the gameplay was engaging, and I liked the humor in it enough. I yeah, felt was, like it was was the gameplay uh, engaging. Well, I guess why don't we get into that? So, like, the, the biggest thing besides that is you're playing dodgeball. So yeah. you got your team, and you're throwing the balls, and you can catch the balls, and then yeah. you have special moves. You weren't a, you weren't feeling it, Dave. No, not really. Also, like, it's is it really dodgeball? I would guess so. What else I, would you consider that? I mean, I... I, I mean, I, like, I, you're I, just, yeah. like, it's more like hurt someone enough that they leave the game. Right? Oh, Isn't I, the I concept of dodgeball is if you get hit, you're out? <laughs> if you want to be the purest. I'm just point. saying. Absolutely right. Like, when we play Sigma Dodgeball, that's more dodgeball than Dodgeball Academia. Absolutely. I would agree with this. It definitely doesn't follow realistic rules of dodgeball, but to our earlier point, there's a man with a balloon head. This so is I awesome feel like they, they made up the rules. And it's yeah. a school about dodgeball. <laughs> but maybe the implication is that they're so strong at dodgeball that instead of getting hit once, they had to like change the rules for all these epic players that come to Dodgeball Academia to compensate. So their dodgeball is like epic. Maybe you just have to hit somebody with the ball enough that they get they're just tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't be hit anymore. Getting hit with it, real real talk. Have you guys played extensive amounts of dodgeball in your life? Extensive, <laughs> like 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 memorable amounts of it. Like um, I played memorable amounts of dodgeball. 
In grade school, that was like the goat. That was right. the stuff at gym. Yeah. Like, oh, How would you rate time. yourself? Think back. Do you Excellent. recall being? You were good at dodgeball, Dave. Yes. Did you do more dodging or bouncing? Were you a dodger? dodging? I was a, I was a, do, I was an excellent See, dodger. As a, as a small person, you have, you're, fast. you're seen to be the type of person who would like kick off the walls. Yeah, <laughs> I do that nonsense. Except, I think if anything, my problem would be more in like the the my throwing strength is probably mm. lower. See, my my yeah, I'm more, throws. I'm balloony. <laughs> my throws were always good, but I would try to guard because I always my mindset. Was that guarding? No, 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 like with the ball, you gotta bounce. Yeah, because you bounce ball. it off with the ball. Yeah. yeah. Have you, you seen dodgeball more? No, you block. Um, you block no, with you your forearms. Block. You can't get. You can't block. Ball. No, that's that's you're out if you block to with Dave's the. No, nah, you block with the forearms. That's how it is. Protect so you. are out. Have to, we have to get him to watch a game of volleyball and a game of dodgeball. <laughs> I'm kidding. I feel like you're gonna be like, yeah, you just headbutt the baseball with your helmet, right? And then it you goes go up. on the other side of the net and you put it down. Yeah, you go under and put it up and then through again. Anyway. I liked to guard and then throw again. I felt like it set me up. Mark, what was your preferred method? I was really good at enthusiasm. <gasps> I I was always like, let's do it. We could. I wasn't good at the catching or the throwing or the dodging. <laughs> but I always was ready to play. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I always got out there. And when I got out, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come back in the next game. I'm ready. There was, was always that experience. kid who could throw the ball and like hold it with one hand. Because they were, like, at that point of development, or Ugh. I can't do it When yet, was the so. last time you played dodgeball? Not recently enough. Is the, yeah. It's been a while. It was like, junior how, high school. Like, I was like, I was like, I know we had, shout out to the oh, Ings, <laughs> who the were Ings. some family, friends of mine in high school who threw us a, um, a senior field day. Like, what? it was just like, um, uh... You know, a smaller knit group of friends, but we probably had like twenty participants at least. And one of the events of our senior field day was dodgeball, and we did it inside of a roller hockey rink. It was awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, it's like a great, great memory. Great deal. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to bring us here, Mark. You were about to share. <laughs> well, to, to, no, I was saying, well, let's get back to the this game. Was a, this this was we, we wax poetic we're about on a road ball. trip. We saw a really cool ice cream stand. And we got up and up. Come on, kids. Get back in the car. All we got right. a time here. Well, cool, <laughs> Dan, how did you think about the gaming of Again, the Again, I, I think it challenges me enough in the sense that I'm like, okay, I can't just spam throw. I have to mm-hmm. catch. I like timing catches. I like that each character had mm. their own. Well, I like that Mina had her own response. She had a, a counter. Yeah. And the other two had... Yeah. Um, you know, catches. everyone's everyone's got slightly, slightly different. Yeah, different there's perks. a the fourth character when you get her, ah. her her counter is a little more annoying because you have to Sonico. hold the ball. Yeah, you have to hold down um, A or whatever mm-hmm. your on your your right most it's button a. in it's your a. well, if you're playing on the PlayStation Circle, right? Right. If you're playing Apologies. on a mouse, it's the right button on the. You play keyboard and mouse with this. No, I'm just trying to think. <sighs> but you know what I mean, like. But my point being, like hers, you have to hold down and then release to to counter. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but these little things kept me interested in each yeah. combat, in each fight. I'm not saying that they were like, you know, oh my god, how, changing gaming. Here, here's the but, thing from my point of view. How long is this game? Mark. Eight episodes. Uh, yeah. Like hours or? Hours. I think my clock was around there, like 11, 12. Okay, 11, 12. I will say, while I probably have played myself four-ish hours, I've also helped my kids play, mm. like, another f- six. Well, so I've, I've played a lot of Dodgeball Academia. They've actually gotten past where I stopped. Nice. You know, but <laughs> I have stopped playing. Because you, you just weren't. Because were, I'm like, I would rather you... let them. I would rather let them play and help them. Mm. So, you know? since we so recently recorded the last episode, I remembered saying this. But my except my excitement for you and this game came from the idea that the girls seem to have played it more, mm. and they're enjoying it more. So, yeah. Do you, do you think it's like a really good game for kids who might want to play Final Fantasy VII one day? Like, yeah, you know, I like think it. Well, teens? not seven, because like, I mean anything. These are all. Those are all turn-based games. I mean, like, this is not turn-based. 
I don't think this, I don't think this might be intro to like quest side quest like gameplay. Right. Um and has some of that like equipment oh, management. Yeah. But um but maybe not, it's not... A, maybe it's a gateway RPG in mm-hmm. a sense. Nice. But um <laughs> I don't know. It's it, there's a lot missing for me in terms of gameplay. It left a lot yeah. for you to be desired, but Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not Rocket League where like um you could play it forever and probably and continue to get better. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like they there is a lot there where they're trying to because you do play a lot of matches yeah. throughout the game. There's a yeah, lot. There's of that matches. one daily match you could play, which is once every episode, and I'm sure he gets that epic by guy. the end of it. Ah, um, uh, yeah, but it's not that great. It's still not unbeatable, right? Obviously. Yeah, you take it yeah. that every time. But you know, they have not only you know different types of opponents who are throwing different types of ways. They mm. end up introducing later on different types of balls with like status effects. So. Yeah. One catchable if you catch it, but then you're burning, so you're losing HP. One might make you slower, uh, mm. with like a freeze ball. They have these um baby balls they bring in at one point, and the baby balls like will kind of come back to you a little bit. Mm. Um, they have different arena types where some are in tall grass where you can't really see anything. There's ones where cars are coming by if you're playing in like a street, mm-hmm. so you have to like dodge the cars you're doing it. So they try a lot to the tall grass for me was like I hated what <laughs> was like when I felt like the game jumped the shark. I was just like, why would we play here? Yeah, <laughs> why? Why, this why, why is this happening? <laughs> I for me, actually, my biggest gripe with it, I thought I thought it was fine for the mm. most part. I definitely got tired of it towards the end. Mm. But a big thing for RPGs with me, especially when you, when you have a, a, a crew, and I always think that is the most important thing. It's like. You got to feel something for the crew. It's all about yeah. the crew. And you want to know these characters. And the, one yeah. of the best ways to do it outside of cutscenes is these battles. And you oh, get yeah. the feel for them. Mm-hmm. And like, Certain ones become your favorite. Certain ones become your favorite. I hated that for the matches where you had your team, they basically, you don't control them. They kind of stick with you. Yeah. Because I'm not paying attention to them. I'm paying attention to me. So a lot of yeah. times, like, I felt like they would get eliminated. And I'm like, you're I just wasn't even, even out using of the mix. you. Yeah, and a lot of times... You know how you I, prevent that? Uh, Catch everything. That's what well, I do. And that's what it was coming into. It's <laughs> like, really I'm trying good. To, yeah, it's like just getting good at the catching as opposed to the dodging. Because yeah. if you dodge, then the guys behind you get hit, and then you lose them. And you're like, I didn't even... I need a balloony I, I for healing. I only dodge when it's a single player. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I just... I felt like... A lot of the times, I'm sure there's like status X balls. I'm like, I don't want to catch that. Mm. I don't want any piece of that. But then also, like, like with the me. with the catch up mechanic of in this game, they the put the people. eliminated people behind you. Hate it. It makes <laughs> it, it's like it penalizes you for not catching the ball because then yeah. the enemy team will wind up throwing balls at you from behind. I, right. I, I... Didn't love it because it made it more difficult. I did think I was like, "That's a cool twist." On it's like a this, nice twist. This well, already, it's a nice addition. Changed. Yeah, in real dodgeball, isn't it that that does happen? But they could get the ball no. back to their yeah, team. There's, no, there's in real dodgeball, if you catch a ball, you get someone back. You bring someone back. Yeah, you don't get sidelines. I feel like you don't get sideline. Ass- you don't get sideline assistance. No, I feel that's, like that's something. That sounds like you played. No. you played some some. Darknet dodgeball, Mark. He plays some Dark underground. Mark also, Mark plays uh, dodgeball where you have to knock out the person to really eliminate them. Did you yeah, break Dave's nose dodgeball? No. No, <laughs> no, no joke. arm. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> Natalie recently listened to your best man speech at my wedding, and then she was like, Oh, uh, I love you, and I broke your arm. She was like, <laughs> did Uncle Mark break your arm on a fishing trip? I was like, how do you know this? <laughs> Were you there? <laughs> and then he was like, did you also steal his cookie? I'm like, that was a dream. That was, <laughs> was a dream. Like, <laughs> Still very She's catching you red-handed. She I'm got it. I wonder if she thinks you look excessively younger. Because uh, you probably don't yeah. feel that, right? I wonder if she's no, like... No, I think she's at... like, you look the same. That's interesting. Good. Uh, you look the same. But that? who all look... Uh, these characters also also look the same. Oh, man. Are we that game. off the rails that you got to do I'm, that? I'm, get back <laughs> yeah. in the car, kids. Um, and so I always felt when I would switch to them, I'm switching to them because I, I'm just trying to kind of mix it up for myself. Yeah. But I was always falling to the patterns, and this is something I do with a lot of games. I'm... I start the game. My instinct is to do A. I'm going to keep doing A until A don't work. Okay. Mm. A worked the whole game. Oh, I yeah. stayed as auto for the most time. Oh, I play as Mina. She's you know? in my top spot. 
Because then it was always the I don't like her ultimate move as much. No, because then you have to kind of like ultimate. You gotta like aim it. You gotta be good yeah, at the game. Dude. You gotta you, you gotta predict where they're gonna be. You gotta try. Yeah. Weird, right? Balloony was always good for healing, so mm. he was like a st- uh, Suniko. I I never got like the timing with that bat thing. It's like, just when, it. when later in the game the ball can be coming at you so fast, like you don't really even have the time to do that. Or they're doing the stupid twirly things. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know what the arc of this stupid thing is. Um, Shay was this cat you get later on who I thought it was kind of I had a hard time recognizing what kind of animal that was. I was like, it's a cat. It's a dog, it's a cat. Cat thing. It's a and then you eventually get Kaibo. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce this thing. So there's six guy. playable characters in this game. Yeah, there are six but playable characters. I thought they were, you know, what's funny is I was writing my notes for this podcast. I remembered all their names. I could not remember Otto's name. Weird. And I think it was just it's indicative. It's like, I mean, it is. <laughs> but I felt ultimately a super, super... My name super... is Otto. I come to Blotto. There, wow. Simpsons ref. I oh. did not get that. <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot Thank you for bringing the back. I always stick to that. But um, I just didn't, I didn't... There was nothing about the characters that really stood out to me as memorable. And that was, I think, the kind of thing that frustrated me most about the combat is like... This was the opportunity for me to really feel like I'm bonding with you. And it never happened because they were on my back line. And when I would switch them is because I'm doing it because I'm just trying to, for the lull, like mm. not because I actually need to in this match. It got a little harder at the end where it's like, oh, suddenly we're down to two people. Mm. But for the majority of the game, it's me, Otto, throwing balls, catching balls. So Otto's pretty you, awesome. Did yeah. you feel as though... Yeah, his damage over time was great. He seemed like he just seemed OP from the get go. Yeah. He's the he's a main character protagonist, which mm-hmm. is fine. But it's like, I wish then there was a a different design element where it really forced me to use those other characters in, mm-hmm. in different ways. But you yeah. never. It, just it sounds like you happen. wanted there to be dedicated episodes for them, episodes that focused on them. Maybe gave you time with just them and like they yeah, like focus. Balloonie's got a bully, and now you got to stop him or something like that. Yeah, and just, like, going back to story, just character everything felt very... Like, yeah, there's no, like, side-specific character quests and, you know, diving into the backstory. And I get it. It's kind of like, Episode okay, 5 or whatever it is where with the where the car gets on the roof. Like, that's that yeah. has a lot of development right. for Suniko. Yeah, okay, that's kind of her introduction, which is yeah. fine. But, like, I just never felt... Like, okay, we're, I'm really getting to know you. Like, they're always kind of fall into, like, the archetypes. Yeah. Like, she's kind of the the B.A. ninja yeah, girl. she's tough. Mina's crazy. Mina's awesome. Mina's yeah, awesome. and it's just, <laughs> I don't know. So, like, I, everything about it, as we kind of start pulling this all together, like, I just felt like everything in this game was okay. Story wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. I the combat think... I liked, but I didn't yeah. love it. Like I, I feel like the writing is the sneaky winner. Of Dodgeball Academia because it's got its moments. If you like puns, yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's funny and it's it's it was unexpectedly like easy to read. You know when sometimes dialogue doesn't sound right in your brain voice. Yeah. Um, Also, I also I still get freaked out when people tell me there's no such thing as a brain voice. Like they don't hear a voice when they read stuff. Um, Really? That sometimes that happens. Yeah, Yeah. for some people that's not a thing. They don't have like inner monologues while reading. And they're not like, like. they're not wrong. It's just how they are. That's how they, they don't think like how that. Are they, how are they? You're not supposed abs- to know. You're not supposed to. They, they have it. They, they know. This blew my mind right now. Yeah, that's the thing. So I don't know how people don't have that. Right. I have to I have to now ask every single human I know. No, that's the thing. Find they them. just don't. They just don't. It's just like they come out with it or they don't say. They just absorb information. They're not likely. I imagine that's how people read extremely fast. Because, like, it's got to be slower for me to read in my head because right. I hear myself read it. You got the inflection inside your brain. You gotta... like, but I feel yeah. like this game did a lot of um, brain legible dialogue. Mm. It felt like it was finely translated if it ever had to be. It was, it was good. Um, so I think that was, you know, in spite of... As the... And just on that ball. point, shout out to the lunch lady, probably my favorite character. She just like hates kids and Straight like runs like the one with no Did you name? see a lot of yourself inside your character? No, inside but I like my students. If any students are listening, I love the lunch lady. She hates kids, but I love. But no, uh, it's just so funny because she's just like openly antagonistic, like yeah. antagonistic mm-hmm. towards them. And I'm like, this is funny. Yeah. And then they had that quest. I think my favorite one. I forget what episode it is when they introduce the baby balls and they have like to adopt a ball. And he keeps calling the ball. They're Wait, all like different names. You, oh, so there's. I'm not there yet. There are. I guess babies. like five. 
it's a baby ball. Balls. So and like, it's a it's a small ball. It's a small ball. And when you ball. throw it, it will and it falls, it will roll back to you a little bit. Um, so like, there's a whole quest introducing them. <laughs> and awesome. he, I think he's with Nino is his partner. Nino. If I remember Nino correctly, is the uh, protagonist. Oh, and an- antagonist. antagonist. In this case. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and they just he keeps calling. It's like, oh, we lost Littles, and he just keeps having these different names for it. I'm dying. <laughs> but I don't know. I felt like for the humor of it, first of all, kind of impressive. This is a, a Brazilian team, so I don't know if English is their first language. Are you impressed so because it, you've never heard of them? Well, they're a new team, but I always appreciate when when there's a team making games from a place you don't traditionally yeah. like. Oh, you don't see a lot of games coming out of Brazil. So I think that's cool. Yeah, the last time they made a game was Ninja Clash of Carrots, and they've been working on it since 2018. It's like... Clash of Carrots. It looks almost like a mobile game. We might play this for the podcast, actually. No, we're not playing a carrot game. Dan. What the heck? <laughs> all right. No, Dan. Um, but, so to kind of pull it all together, Open Critic, this actual game is a little higher than a lot of games we were playing. This has an 80 in Open Critic. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll kind of go around the horn. Dave, we'll come back to you. Too high, too low, about right. Too high too high why Seven, For the 75 it's a game mm. it's a game this you know and i'll jump in just because i feel exactly the same way this is the epitome uh, shout out to michael huber from easy allies love him he's got this phrase he uses swimming in sevens that he loves a good seven this game is like a good seven it's just like it's clearly not great but it's got enough i feel like mm-hmm. this, is, this is a game, it's a, game. It's, it's a seven seven point five yeah <laughs> Unless it's so, this is a solid C. Like, I'm like, good job. Wow. you. See, I guess, yeah, if you go by that score. For some reason, C feels way lower than I'm giving this a B plus. Ooh. A B plus I, is like, a, that's like an 87. That's like a, that's like right. a triple A. A B, a flat B then. 85. 85. Yeah, I want to live there. <laughs> I want to live there with it because I think, I, I, oh, I was just going to say, I think the writing keeps this one way above uh, C level. Okay. It's got a cuteness to it's it. It's not like, I'm not saying the game is like, you know, well done, oh my god, best game ever, but I think it's enjoyable enough to like just play it, put it back on the shelf. All right, cool. Have a good time. The word it. I want to circle there is enough. Because this is one of those games I feel like it's got, for every three jokes, one of them lands for I me. also I'm wonder like, if the PvP is fun. I've, yeah. I've played against Natalie. It's okay. Did she win? I When I let her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her hear this episode. She's, she's gonna, gonna like listen to this. She's gonna, she's gonna. She's gonna come. You let me win. No, <laughs> no, no I shall defeat you, father. Uh, so yeah. So how does it work? The PvP. You, you, you like select the level. You select your your people. You, throw, you catch it. You dodge it. Do you mm-hmm. select a type? You know what? She did beat me once, and I would. But I had given. I only. I gave her three people, and I was just Suniko. Okay. So and you he put yourself Got it. But yeah. do you have, that's interesting. So I was interested if, if it was like... You get to select like what what level everyone stuff. is too, but they have to be the same level. So like we, we started everyone at level 20, but, you know, I was Sneeko at level 20 and she had, okay. you know, cool. three well, characters. Yeah, well, boom. Dodgeball Academia. Yeah. It's a it's a catch. It's, wow. <laughs> uh, but what might be a catch might be a throw is the Trivial Tastemaker. Greasing, stranger. What are you buying? I'll take some shotgun shells, a green herb, and can I sell you this gate key? Ah, I'll buy that at a high price. What's that over there? Uh, well, don't worry about that. No, what is it? I might need it to defeat Umbrella. That? Oh, uh, it's just a trivial tastemaker. Uh, current scoreboard, um, very chalk, Dave 1, Mark Zero, and Dan Zero. You get progressively um, more, more I'm tired. Get a little tired. Towards the end of the episode. Well, it's good because I need you. My need dream you scenario in the Dinosaur Machines podcast in 10 years is going to be great when the kids are older and it's like, hey, it's Saturday on a 2, 2 p.m. Guys want to record the podcast? That's when we met. Uh, I signed on for a much different pair of dudes. I'm sorry. I remember we were like, <laughs> you guys want to play Saturday morning? We, like, yes. Yeah, Saturday morning Minecraft for like four hours, God. drinking three cups of coffee. Those were the days. Anyway, um, Dave, what are we okay. doing tonight? So we're going back to uh, two truths and a lie. Ah, so a dance special. A dance, it's a dance special. Um, so what I have is, in the spirit of uh, of 
Dodgeball Academia. Oh, first off, we we missed this. This is important for Dodgeball Academia. What was your team name? Oh, oh uh, Smile. The Smile Machines. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's mine the best was thing. The, do- the Dodge. The Dodge. The, the Under Dodgers? Yeah. That's pretty good. No. <laughs> smile Machines. Smile Machines, really. Because Dinosaur yeah. Machines? No, because you're you're making smiles. Yeah. Producing them. Yeah. With oh, your is, play. This is where... This is why we're related. Our (laughs) our bloodline is shown here. So, what I got for you is uh, fictional sports teams from different games. Beautiful. Okay. So, two of them are going to be real. I will give you the game, and one of them is a fake one from said game. This is a great game. I love this. Okay. Okay. So, this, we're going to start off, we'll start off easy, right? Uh, This is from Final Fantasy X, Blitzball Teams, you know? We got. The the Bavel Titans, the Luka Goers, and the Kalika Beasts. Boop. Which one is the lie? It's the the first the one. First one's the lie. That's correct. Who we both get one that point. I definitely oh, we're, we're just letting. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Boop yeah. and beeping. Okay. Yeah, because we could agree to. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Tied up. I had to like Luka Goers. I'm like that's definitely. It. Okay, that's, the second one. So this was this was a game that I remember playing. And uh, there was actually uh, a cartoon show. This is the Mutant Football League. <gasps> I remember that. I didn't watch the show, but I remember it being a thing. Yeah, yeah I do too. I don't remember anything about it. Okay, well, but... here, here are three teams from the Mutant Football League. This is much the, more fair. The Orcs of Hazard, the Detroit Marauders, and the Philadelphia Evils. Mm. Which one's the lie? Well... Can I just say that it was the Philadelphia Evils? Philadelphia Evils. Read the first two again. The Orcs of Hazard and the Detroit Marauders. I'm going to go with the first one because the other two are like based off real teams and the first one's based off like a show. So first one. Dan? And you I'm going to stick to... with the Philadelphia Evils. Okay. You were both wrong. I made up the Detroit Marauders. Beautiful. Detroit uh, I had logic in mine. Mine was, like, was, I, I was guessing. I, this is I from I was a video like game called Blitz the, Le- the League. Ooh, Blitz during the, the time, League. you know, ever since Madden has had exclusive rights to NFL games, there were always other NFL. Oh, was was this mm-hmm. the one that was like first person NFL like Blitz? A, I no. don't know. It was like a first person football game. I'm like, that's not horrible. Was, the, okay, NFL so Blitz uh, is different than. No, this yeah. is different. This is uh, the Kansas City Fury, the New York Nightmare, and the Las Vegas Aces. I know this is a stab in the dark for you guys, but it's well, fine. that's that's always that's usually, part of the fun. Yeah, that, those are the better podcast. Uh, uh, I'm ready, but Mark, I'm gonna wait until you're ready. Really, I feel like I'm gonna go the first one again. I'm going with the Aces. Okay, Aces high. Are you guys locked in? Uh, yeah, yeah, locked in. Okay, Mark, you're right. I made up the Kansas City Fury. Yeah, something about Fury. It was like Kansas City Fury. People why why can't they have Fury? They're a passionate <clears throat> bunch, the Kansas City. Now, Cities. in the game of Gears of War, oh boy, Coltrane <laughs> talks about Coltrane being a member. A very, very long time ago. On PC, you know, but... being uh, an ex thrash ball player. Yeah. Okay. Uh... And I believe only two teams are ever mentioned about it. <laughs> so one of these has to be a lie, right? So there are the Firebirds, the Cougars, and the Eagles. Ah, oh, these are boring names. You think of the Gears of World World, they have something. Mm. The Glachs. Um I'm going with the Cougars. Say those three again. I'm sorry. Cougars, Firebirds, Cougars, and Cougars, and Eagles. One of them's a lie. Firebird. See again. Firebird feels different than the Cougars and Eagles. The last Locked time in? screwed me. No, I didn't pick yet. Okay. What'd you say, Dan? Cougars? No, no. I'm not telling you what I picked. I don't want to influence you. I was gonna try to pick something different. All right. Pick something. Pick, pick the one. Pick the one that you think. I don't think that's fair that you try to pick against. I will pick. go. I guess I'll go Eagles. I'm going Cougars. Okay, it is. I made up the Firebirds. Ah, uh, see, that would have been you were on the right there track. Is, there is just wrong questions. Slightly <laughs> futuristic football needs <laughs> of Firebirds. Here is this yeah. is from a game we played for the podcast. Oh boy, 
I expected us to actually to bring this up because I think that this particular game is a sports game that I was more interested in, and that's Pyre. These are All right, Pyre. names of the triumvirates. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there is the accusers, the vengeful, and the withdrawn. The accusers, the withdrawn, the vengeful? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go vengeful. I'm going to say the withdrawn are the fake ones. Both are Mark, Mark, you've nailed it. <laughs> it I was, I'm clinch? just listening. Did you just clinch? Um, Am I clinched? No, he didn't yes. clinch yet. He's only up by two. <laughs> and I have uh, four more. I feel like I'm getting hammered. Okay. Catch up now. This <laughs> is the part, though. This is the part in the podcast, tra- Taste Breaker, where Dan brings it up, and then Dan now sweeps, and I okay. falter under the spot. Got it. Um, All right, cool. Got it. All right. This <laughs> is uh, from the GTA series. The series? I, yes, in the GTA series, if you're yeah. listening to all the radio stations and stuff, they will sometimes talk about local sports events, from what I understand. Mm. Okay? We have L- the Liberty City Swingers, <laughs> the San Fierro 69ers, and the Los Santos Strippers. I see here. There's a theme here. It's gotta be... It's gotta be strippers. I can't be right. That's two on the nose. I have a sports team called the Strippers. Nah. Have you played Grand Theft Auto? I know, but the <laughs> other two at least have a double entendre. What's a stripper? If you besides play a stripper, yeah, play sport, you can use you can a wire stripper. stripper. You could be, the ball could be sport. Could the sport be like bomb diffusing? <laughs> like they're stripping a wire. All right, all right. I'm going strippers. So they were the miners, the strippers, and the 69ers. The swingers, the, swingers. the 69ers, and the strippers. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be. The 69ers, so I'm going to choose the 69ers. Mark, you're right. Oh, my, my, double, my double entendre was, was not good enough to fool it was you. A, I, was trying to come up, I, I almost went with the knockers. But knockers. I was like, that, but I, I was worried. That's so stupid. <laughs> but, well, some of the ones that they have are like the, uh, the pounders and the... Uh, so and, you have a, like football that makes sense. No, <laughs> you're pounding it doesn't in. make sense. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to sign on to be a pounder. Yeah, the, there's this. I believe there were the slappers and there was the the penetrators. Uh, oh, GTA. Yeah, GTA. You are. You are. You so are. GTA. You you just keep being you, GTA. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, in a game called Death Row, are you familiar with this? No, negative. It's a. I. It's come up on multiple lists that I today for good sports fictional sports i can't go sorry i almost Googled but uh it it it's about. a game in which like it's like really really um over the top violent version of like lacrosse essentially okay whoa okay. not the not the sport i think yeah you're, like, uh, like you know go. but like you where you're fit except you're like physically beating up the other person got it Yikes. you know interesting so in uh in this game we have the sea cats, the convicts, and the apostates. Apostates? The last one. <laughs> nah, I gotta go sea cat. Uh, Dan, you're right. Ah, uh, the, oh, yeah. the apostates? Yeah, that's what. That's it's another a religious cult name. It's a great team name, Dave. See, that would have been. I would have believed Make that. Make a Empire. league of all your fake names, and <laughs> you'll have no problems. Right, how many? We Mark, got you have locked it up. Uh, no, you have three and. I have four. You have four, and Dan has two. So I have two have more. So left. really, there could be a tie, and then I would. I have tiebreakers if need if need be. Mm. All right. All right. Um, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Dial it in, Mark. Okay. These right. are the names of biker gangs in Full Throttle. Oh man. So Mark has a, a bit of a leg up on you. <laughs> Maybe I'll just let him answer first. Then. Uh, there's the cavefish, the road ravens, and the rottweilers. I'll let you go first then. Thanks. Cavefish. The I'm asking what the names of them are. The the cavefish, the road ravens, and the rottweilers. I'm gonna go with the road ravens. It is road ravens. Yes, that is the lie. Um, but the mark wins. You guys both nailed it. Yes. But we'll still do the last one. You know, top for, for five uh, biker gangs, Kavish. 
gotta yeah. be up there. They're so cool. Coolest things ever. Ro- Road Ravens, no joke. I pulled from biker mi- biker mice from Mars. Biker mice. Yo, <laughs> Dan, you want old gems? Biker mice from Mars on Super Nintendo biker... is a race. Biker mice from Mars. Mice? It was a it was a TV show back in the craze where it's like let's take animals. Yeah, make them like anthropomorphic. Around the same time of like Here street sharks. Here yeah, is biker mice from Mars. That Super Nintendo racing game is legit. Legit. I haven't thought about the game in years. That game is excellent. I'm gonna preface yeah, what I'm about to say with no uh, no negative feelings towards furries, but this is a furry racing game. I Basically. loved it. They the game Animal people. I used I to mean, play like, during Vinny? that time. That's all that we had. Street Shark. You had what? Bucky O'Hare. Bucky you know, like, O'Hare. There were so many like weird animal. Oh, and you know what? Don't scroll too far on. Um, oh boy. On, on the Google image search for this. You game. get a little uh, certain rule. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back to the actual words. Wikipedia. Very good. Video games. This is what all I right, wanted. Last one, Dave. Send last one. These are team names that are possible. In Mario Baseball on the sixty four, I think oh, no, Mario no, it wasn't the sixty four. It was, it was, the, it was the, uh, it was the Wii. Okay, oh, the but Wii Wii. in this game, depending on who was your team captain, it would like generate a name. It was like based off your captain and then like some other attributes. Mm. So you could be the Peach Dynasties, the the Wario Garlics, or the Mario Superstars. Yo, Peach Dynasty is great name. I'm, I'm all with, about the dynasty. I'm going with the garlics. Garlics. I mean, no. The garlic. What? That they're real? No, no way. It's a garlic. Have you? This is when your lack of Nintendo knowledge. Oh, it's actually in. very true. This is garlic. Tr- truth and lie. So which one's the lie? The lie is the garlic. Oh, it's right. It's, wait, two truths and a lie. Yeah, did yes. you forget what we were doing? I did for a second. <laughs> Oh no, I like Dynasty. Come on too much. Back, yeah, Grandpa. it is it is the garlic. I take oh. it back. <laughs> uh, no, the Wario Garlics are a real team name in that. Game. I love Nintendo. Ah. I love Nintendo. Go on. The fake one is the Mario is Superstars. The... That is not a I combination am. that, you, that uh, it could be. What are they called? The, I think for Mario, I think it's like Mario Heroes, Mario. Whoa. Uh, I don't know something. I don't know. I don't remember all of them, but one of them is not super. It was a little bit after, uh, I think it was like Sunshiners, because it was like it was after Mario uh, Sunshine. Sunshiners. This is all very validating because you said Mario a bunch of times, and now people out there know that it's not just me who says it the correct way. It's also you. Do you get heat on that? Oh yeah, really? Mario, dude. Mario. Some, my, not only Mario. Shout out to Shannon, one of our listeners. Um, sometimes she'll just say mario in discord i am pretty sure though it's mario they've said that like i like i said when i play when i play mario i say mario that's right yeah you do say my cousin mario Mario. i call mario Mario. that's true well i don't don't want to meet mario your cousin because well we also we call you listener listener because you have reached the end of the dinosaur machines game club podcast thanks for listening um mark's got a point Mm -hmm. congratulations mark on your false victory uh, oh, I like well, when Mark wins. It's false. Just as in <laughs> there's politics, the loser always believes the winner cheated. Clearly, so that, there's no. It's just how it was. I won but, that uh, tournament. I won that tournament. Hey, good dodgeball ref. Yeah, full See? circle. Uh, just like well, Dave is. is pulling up the machine. Thanks again for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, give us some ratings, some subscribes, uh, share us with your friends. Let us people know they're out there. Especially if we've reviewed game. That you mm-hmm. know someone likes. Well, there's an episode or for them. If if we're if we go to bat for a game that you like and someone else doesn't like, don't argue with them. Just send them the episode and be like, I hey, have the results of the machine. Oh. The oh. science has oh. happened. Wait, wait, real quick, we have Procession to Calgary. We have uh, Chickory. It takes two. We have it takes two, and, and we have last stop. Last stop. Left. And it is. It's Procession to Calgary. Oh, I'm nervous about this next episode. Okay. I'm is nervous it, about how, it. All right, on a scale of one to Disco Elysium. That's a big scale, Dan. I know, Mark. Here's the thing about... See, I don't know how much I want to say. And now you're going to say some stuff. Okay. I think the sentence on a scale from one to Disco Elysium. It's uh, Kim Katsuragi. I think this game is hilarious. Okay. And I could totally see you guys not thinking it's funny at all. And that's going to break my heart a little bit. 
Crustacean I laughed Calgary? so many times Cavalry. playing this game. And this not, is a game that not has Calgary, no... a, a, a city in, in, yes, in the Great no. North. Cavalry, Cavalry. like Cavalry, like, like horses. Like, like, you know, Tracer. Cheers, Cavalry's here. What's she saying? Uh, <laughs> cheers. Uh, a little, not bloody. Monty Python. It's very, it's very, very, it's very Python-esque. So if that is your kind of humor, I don't understand how you don't like this game. Mm. If you're not into that sort of humor, you know who I don't know. We've got a listener call us tonight. Chris will probably appreciate what this game is going for. Tell him, check it out. I'm telling him right now. He likes puzzle games and and he likes Monty Python. So it is a, it is a point and click. So it worked. I thought it worked just fine on the controller, but I could definitely see it being like, Oh, I wish I had a mouse and keyboard to play this. If that is your decision, I will spit in your face and play this on switch. There Um, it is. Boom. Uh, but that will be for the next time listener as usual. Uh, if you have any feedback, any thoughts on the episode you want to share with us, reach out to us on Twitter at dino underscore machine. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac. And we will catch you next time where we're talking about the procession to Calgary. Just remember this phrase. Look at my big key. It'll make sense wow. when you play it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. that. Goodbye. <laughs>